People pulled from their homes, executed, women raped, babies beheaded. Why we stand with Israel on this slice of fresh bread. Welcome to Fresh Bread, a podcast ministry of Grace Bible Church Gainesville. Pastor Brandon, Pastor Keith. Welcome to Fresh Bread, Podcast 36. Fresh Bread, where we're bringing the truth of God's Word to a starving world. And we thought we would just, you know, the world is like very chaotic right now, and especially what happened in, in going on in Israel. And we're recording this a few days after Hezbollah and Israel declaring war. We thought it would be an interesting podcast if we just discussed a little bit of what's going on in Israel and how that impacts Bible prophecy and how it impacts us, really, as believers. Pastor Brandon, what do you think? We've had a few days here to kind of process everything. What do you think about what's going on in Israel? Well, I think for sure the world is on fire. It would seem like, you know, when you think about, you know, what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, you know, what's happening, it's been kind of in the background, but, you know, the Chinese and, and even, you know, with Taiwan and, you know, what's happening in terms of Iran and wh- where they're at and, you know, obviously their involvement in this situation. But when you look at this as a whole, when you look at the weakness of the United States and how we're capitulating many ways and how we're giving over, being given over to sin, you know, the world does look like it's on fire. And potentially, you know, we're in a World War III type of scenario. Um, I, th- I don't think we can miss that. And, and I don't think we can miss the potential prophetic implications of what's happening, especially when it comes to Israel and, and the attack on Israel, certainly taking advantage of you know, the weakness that we have, that we've exhibited, and even a lack of taking a stand for them, especially with the current government that's in place, Democrat-controlled situation with President Biden giving money to Iran or freeing up money there for Iran and, and the timing of that in terms of the attack. And whether that was actually the trigger or not doesn't matter, but it definitely doesn't look good, you know, that when we're freeing up funds for what we know is a rogue nation— and what we know is a, a nation that's going to that hates the Jewish people. And we know that the the nation of Israel is not a perfect nation. They're not the Israel under David and and Solomon, but they are still the Israeli people. When I look at it, I don't know. I'm going to ask you this: When you look at people who are anti-Semitic, that they hate Jewish people, I always think, and I'm seeing if you agree with it, is that that's a satanic? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think that it goes back to it goes back to Abraham in, in Genesis 12, the idea that those who bless him will be blessed, and you know, the idea that those who cursed him curse him will be cursed, and so you know, when you follow that through, I think we see that. I do. I do think that best that you can say it. It's certainly it's not good. It's and and I I I hesitate to use the word racist because because I actually think that we're all one race. But in the sense that the world would use the term racist, I think that it's at the very best, and this is not good. It's racist racism against Jewish people. But at the very worst, it's it's really satanic in what you're saying. And I think that that's where it's at. I mean, I do think that that it is a satanic response to God's people. Now, what's interesting is, is that, you know, God has given them over. There's no doubt that in this period of time, in this this age that we live in, that Israel has been given over to their sin. And, you know, that what they've done, the condemnation that they're 
that's happening that's happening on them is in God's providential will. But I mean, it's still satanic. I mean, it's still a satanic response. And and those who do it, those who are anti-Semitic, using that you know your term there, those who are, who are against the Jewish people will there will be condemnation for that. Even though God is using people to condemn them, he's still going to hold those people responsible for their sinful actions. And so he's doing it, he's doing it for his good purposes, for overall good and for his glory. And you know, he can he can do that because he's God. But, you know, when when others are sinning against them, you know, when they're sinning against them in that way, he will hold them responsible. And I, yes, I do see it as satanic because I think that Satan is against anything to do with Israel because he knows that that represents his condemnation. We are, you and I are, we're pre-mill. So we look at prophecy and we see the the nation of Israel is going to play a role in the end times. Yes. And people have said many times, well, how many wars has Israel been in, right? There's been almost every 10 years they had a war. I've heard it said that in, in Israel's history, this might be the worst loss of civilian life, you know, since they become a, a nation in 1948. This is their 9-11 times, you know, yeah, more. this is... This is Pearl Harbor. This is 9/11. Yeah. This is, you know, th- this is a very uh, memorable situation for a lot of for all the wrong reasons, for sure. But as we look at this, I think what we both can see coming out of this. Now, I'm not saying this is, you know, Gog Magog, but what you can see is it, when Israel responds, and they will respond, and they're probably going to respond pretty big. I think we're going to see even more hatred of the nation of Israel. Are you surprised right now with about the satanic responses, the satanic hatred of the Jewish people? I don't know if you've seen these, but the 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 different responses of like Harvard University, their student body came out and was in favor of Hezbollah and what happened. And I, I don't know if you've heard this, but Black Lives Matter has also come out and supported Hezbollah saying that, you know, they've been for all these years under Israel. And it's it's shocking to me that you can have, and I don't want to get graphic, but I don't know if, if people understand exactly what happened when they came across Gaza and they went in. So they went house to house, they pulled people out, they, they killed them, and babies being beheaded and all these incredible atrocities, and yet people are coming out and saying, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, even at the, even if you just deal with that side of it, you can't condone that. On the face of it, you can't condone what these people are doing. You can't condone, you know, the the, the atrocities that we are seeing on on television, on social media. You can't condone those atrocities. And I think what we have to recognize too is that you know, two wrongs don't certainly don't make a right. Uh, you know, in terms of you know, one sin doesn't justify another sin. And yet, on the other side of it, we do have to recognize that the reason why Israel is even a state, that even the reason why they were put back in the land is because of what happened during World War II. It was because of, you know, that, that period of time with the, you know, the Nazi uh, regime and, and the atrocities that were, that were committed against the Jewish people, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, taking them to the concentration camps and, and incredibly sinful things that happened against them. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they're even a state is really is rises out of that is a consequence of what happened under Hitler and, and the, the Nazis. And so, you know, and so I, there is, there is a sense of understanding, you know, Israel taking a stand against those who would hate them. 
I mean, they're, they're, it, it, you do, you do kind of understand that, you know, they're protecting themselves, right? And, and that doesn't mean that they're always right, but you do understand that they're protecting themselves. And so, you know, I think we have to recognize that, that Israel is really in many ways responding to the atrocities that have been committed against them. And I think that's what's going to happen with this situation is that, you know, they're going to respond right or wrong. They're going to respond, you know, against those people that are doing this and, and, you know, they're going to protect themselves. And, And I don't think that we should fault them for protecting themselves, you know, even though, even though they may not be a hundred percent right now, and that doesn't answer the question of, you know, prophetically speaking, but I do think that the Israel being formed in 1948 as a result of, you know, the Hitler regime and what they did, I do think that was on the prophetic calendar. I do think that, you know, prior to that, you know, the Jewish people existed, but they were scattered and now they've been, they're being brought back in the land. I do think that's prophetic. I do think that what's happening today and, and, you know, we don't know exactly how it all fits, you know, in terms of, you know, how history is going to end up playing out. I mean, other than how the scriptures say it's going to play out, but, you know, how this fits specifically, we don't know yet, but I do think it's part of that prophetic calendar process that the Lord has, has laid out in scripture. It almost sounds like in scripture, as we look at the end before Christ comes, Israel is actually alone battling all these other nations. That it's, And I think, like you said, it's all for a reason that they sure. cry out to, for their Messiah. Sure. I mean, I, that's really, if you think about it, that that is happening. I mean, even you know, the United States, I mean, I think we would, you know, officially are still an ally. But, you know, the things that we're doing are showing that we're not, you know, we're not, we're not standing with them. And I think eventually, I mean, it seems to, to, I mean, in terms of prophetically, they are going to stand alone. Boy, it seems like that that's what's happening. I mean, it just seems that that's the direction it's going. You know, again, we're not, we're certainly not justifying, you know, all the actions of, you know, national, national Israel, the political entity that we call Israel today. We're not justifying all their actions, but there does seem to be something prophetic that, you know, it does seem to be, does seem to fit what, you know, prophecy says in terms of what's going to happen, you know, that they're going to be gathered back. And, and, and I mean, it does seem to fit now again, that doesn't justify everything, but it certainly, I mean, it certainly seems to be what the Lord is doing. Yeah. And we, and we talked about it already that, that satanic hatred of the Arab nations against Israel, the size of New Jersey, is a homeland for a Jewish people when you have, there's 22 Arab countries and one Jewish state. And I, I remember Dan, Dennis Prager has said this, I don't know if you've heard it, but it was, it's, I think it's accurate. He said, if Israel had laid, if Israel laid down their arms today and said, we, we're, we're not going to fight anymore, what would happen? He said the Arab countries would come in and wipe them out. Well, and take the land, he said. But if the Arabs laid down their weapons and said we're not going to fight anymore, they would be peace. Yes, and I, I think he's right. I think there's wisdom in in that because, I mean, that goes back to the you know Solomon with the the two women, you know, the one the the true mother and the the one who's claiming to be the mother, and and you know he said let's saw the baby in half, and and you know the obviously the true mother is like no, let's not do that. We're not going to saw the baby in half because I want my baby to live. And, you know, that, you know, Solomon, of course, said, well, that's the true mother, the one who wouldn't go, go along with that. And it's the, it's the same principle that we, if the Arabs were to lay down their arms, there would be peace. You know, that, that it does show there's a wisdom there that, that's, 
that's clear in terms of who is ultimately the ones that are that are being driven by evil, you know, in terms of their their desire that it's clear which one's right and which one's wrong in that sense. I mean, in you know, general sense. Uh, again, we're not justifying every response of the of the nation Israel at this point. We're not justifying everything that they've done and are doing. But what we are saying is, and what Prager is saying, and I think is right, is that generally speaking, they're on the right, on the side of right as opposed to being on the side of wrong. It is interesting if we look ahead at prophecy, we don't see the United States or a major force in the Bible that is able to handle all of these crises. So obviously something happens to weaken the United States. What we're seeing when we look at our border is there are all kinds of people crossing that we don't know who they are. How do we know there isn't, there isn't some kind of terrorist attack that's looming on the horizon for us again that would weaken us even more? We look at Israel and what's happening there is they're, they're you know, now we have, like you mentioned, Iran is involved. Iran and Russia and Iran have an alliance. So, you know, Israel's battling this out. What we're probably going to see is when we look at Bible prophecy is maybe the next thing is the peace process. And maybe this confrontation, when it's all said and done, would enter into what we talk about as an antichrist, a man who is a man at the first, he's considered a man of peace makes this peace treaty with these nations. Some people have said this could be the trigger for that peace to come about when all this is, and I don't know how long this is going to take, whatever it is Israel is going to do, finish it off or whatever they're going to try to do. That That's a possibility. There's also the possibility of like more hatred to Israel when Israel does respond. I think we talked about it already before even before the broadcast, is that you feel there's there's such a there's such a confusion in the world right now, and and it's really hard to know what to do. Everything is so complicated. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I I mentioned it, and on Sunday, yeah. and I, when it speaking of you know Russia and and Ukraine, and you know you have, you know there's there's good there's a there's a lot of reasons to believe that that. You know that there's evil on both sides in that in that conflict, and there is evil on both sides. Yet, you know, Putin was the aggressor in that situation, and but then you ask yourself why he's aggressing, and I mean, it. it I, the ultimate issue, is, and you just brought it up, and I'm answering, is that it is confusing. I mean, it is very difficult to discern what's right and what's wrong. You know, and and but you know, when you look at this Israel situation, very clearly the atrocities that are being committed against Israel, you know, in terms of this action that's happened this past weekend, it's pretty clear that you can condemn what's wrong. I mean, that the, those things are, the atrocities that are being committed are wrong. They're sinful. They're, they're unrighteous. And we as Christians need to con- condemn those things, no matter what our, no matter what our eschatology says. You know, you and I are pre-mill. You and I would say that Israel has a future in God's plan, that they're going to come, you know, Isaiah 53, they're going to come to know that they what they've done. They're going to look upon him whom they've pierced. They're going to see that they have done what they've done, and they're going to recognize that he's the Messiah, that Christ Jesus is the Messiah, and ultimately he's going to, they're going to come to repentance, and, and there's going to be a future in terms of national Israel or in terms of Israel as a nation, better way to put that. And he has a purpose for them as a nation. 
you know, but that doesn't mean that they're going to come to salvation outside of coming to, by grace through faith, that they're going to come to know him. You know, they're going to come to understand who he is, and it's going to be on an individual level, but there is a national aspect to that. And so, you know, I, I do think that there's a there's a future in terms of the you know, millennial kingdom and, and them serving him in the millennial kingdom and that it's going to be a demonstration of his goodness. And it's going to, there's just going to be so many things that come out of that. But outside of that, that's our understanding. That's you and I, that's a pre-mill understanding that, that we have, which I think is biblical. But outside of that, even if you're, even if you have a post-mill or a a-mill understanding of scripture and you don't see national Israel as being as having a future you can look at the atrocities and understand that it's it's unrighteous and we need to condemn things that are unrighteous and you know as Christians we need to be willing to stand for what's right and what's wrong and you know for us as as pre-mill guys who would say there's a future for Israel we still need to say what's wrong right I mean we still need to if if Israel is acting in a way that it's ungodly you know that needs to be. We need to be willing to say that. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, we have to. We need to stand with Israel in the sense of the the atrocities that are being committed against them. Absolutely, absolutely. And and all you have to do is go look at. And I don't know if you want to, but the video of the there was a there was a music festival where there was a lot of young Israeli kids and. And that's kind of where these guys, Hezbollah, came in, these little hang glider things, and started just mowing everybody down. And it's it's a pretty, yeah. It, I don't know how in the world you cannot, <laughs> I don't know how you cannot condemn and stand with Israel. Well, I think because you're ungodly. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's the only way you can, I think the only way you can not condemn it is if, is that you are, that you're condoning sin, that you're, giving hearty approval to sinful actions. And I mean, I can't do that. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't do that. I mean, there, there is a difference between defending yourself and, and going out and doing the wrong thing. And I, and you know, like, like what I'm saying is, is that these people who are coming in and doing this to Israel, you know, that, that they're acting in these ways, you know, they're, you, you can't defend that. I mean, there's no defense of that. In terms of in terms of defending their actions, and so you know, for Israel, I think they're in very much in the right to defend themselves, and and you know, going back to the reason why they're in the land is because is the reason why that they were established in Israel is because of the sinful actions that were done against them under not under the Nazi rule, and and you know, to protect themselves, and you can't fault them for that. I mean, it, we it, you would protect yourself. You know, any anybody who who you know has an understanding of protecting their own is going to protect themselves if if evil comes against them, and you can't fault that, and and we shouldn't fault Israel for that. So, absolutely, and and we're looking at the kind of atrocities where babies are being beheaded. You know, you look at the Nazis and the Soviets back in World War II, and you say, well, that was, you know, that was seventy years ago. You know, we've we've advanced beyond that. Well, here we have three days ago. They're doing the same thing. Yeah, we haven't advanced. No, I mean we may be advanced, but it's not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, and that, like you know, like we've said many times already, it's a satanic attack. It's a satanic. Satan has been trying to wipe out Israel, and I think if he thinks he can wipe Israel out, you know, Christ can't come back. Well, I mean, it, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's interesting because, you know, you, you look at the, you know, Moses, under Moses, there was this, they were, he was trying to limit Israel, mm-hmm. you know, in, in Egypt, you know, killing all the babies, the male babies. Then even, you know, when Christ came and King Herod, you know, when Christ was born, you know, trying to kill the babies, I think it was, he knew the Messiah was coming and was acting through Herod and that evil. And for, and I think it's very similar to what's happening with Hitler. I think Hitler, I think that Satan knows that when Israel, when Israel is regathered in, into the land, that there's going to be, that it's, that his, you know, the end is nigh for him. And so I think that that was a response to that. What's amazing is, is that him acting in that way through Hitler, I think ultimately is why triggered being them being in the land. So every time Satan acts in a certain way, God just uses that and and for his glory and, and, and to advance the prophetic timeline. And, and it's, it's amazing in that sense. It's crazy that, that, you know, Satan would act in that way, but it's amazing that the Lord would, how, how the Lord responds. And, and every time he acts, every time, every time Satan, you know, does something, God responds and, and, it's like he's in Satan is in a worse position, and so yeah. it, I think that's right because I think that ultimately that's what's going to happen is that you know that evil is going to be undone, that God is going to be shown to be full of glory and and good, and and there's going to be no question, and I think that's what this is all coming down to is every time evil acts, God responds in a way that is that basically shows what evil is and what it what it truly what it truly is. So yeah, and I've heard it said that World War 1 prepared the land for the people and World War 2 prepared the people for the land. I've heard that said. So Yeah, I mean and again if we see that from a standpoint of God, you know, those things happening because God has ordained them to happen, you know, that yeah. it's in his providential will and that you know that each of those responses by you know evil men that god uses it it's it's romans eight twenty eight. you know he works all things together for good you know that there's a, all things well, actually it says all things work together for good you know so god is the one who's providentially working those things and and using those things even evil he's using for his his glory and and ultimately for his people's good and i think that's what we want to leave people with with this little special edition uh fresh bread is that god is still on his throne He's sovereign. He's in control, even though the world looks like it's in chaos. But we can trust that the, that God is, everything's going to plan. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, the, I mean, he, he's on his throne, and, and I think he, he laughs at, you know, the sinful man and how the sinful man thinks that he's going to, you know, we, we fret about guys like, you know, Joe Biden and, and, um, we fret about, you know, Putin and, you know, Donald Trump and all these men that are out there and they're doing their thing and, and the Lord is on his throne and he laughs at, at the schemes of man. I mean, I, 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 he's not, he's not thwarted in any, in any way. And he uses all these things for his glory. And, and I don't have to, as a Christian, as a, as one who follows Christ, as one who is in the Lord, so to speak, I don't have to worry. I mean, yes, there's going to be, I mean, there's potential. I may have to go through suffering, potentially. You know, we may endure suffering because of the actions of evil men, but ultimately he's going to deliver us. And, and 
and he's going to, he's going to, it's going to be amazing when he does. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we know that God is going to protect his people, but we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We'll pray for, for the nation of Israel. We'll pray even for the Arab nations that they, you know, see the truth and, you know, come to Christ. And, but we'll see what the Lord has. It's all, it's all being fulfilled right before our eyes. We're, we're living through an amazing times where we get to see these things happen, where the Bible talked about these things happening, and, and we're living through them. Yeah, it, and I, I mentioned the Lord laughing, and I, that's, that's a specific scripture, by the way. Psalm 37, uh, in Psalm 37, uh, 13, but the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. And, you know, the, the wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. And I, I think that that's, I think that is very applicable to this situation that, you know, it, that the Lord stands with the righteous. And we're not saying that, that Israel is, you know, righteous in the sense of that they've repented in our, you know, the Lord's people in that sense at this point, but, but, you know, God is still using the nations to judge them, but we do know that ultimately he's going to deliver them and because of, because of his, for his glory and, you know, that, that those who commit atrocities, you know, his, he will judge them and, and, you know, according to the psalmist, according to the psalmist, he is, uh, you know, he, he, uh, will bring all these things to pass. And yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Any final thought before we go? Well, I think, yeah, the final thought would be, we just need to pray. Um, you know, we need to obviously stand with, especially the church, you know, the, 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 the church exists in Israel. I mean, there are believers in Israel and we certainly need to pray for them. Um, we need to pray that, that, you know, God would protect them you know, as his will, according to his will. And, you know, we need to, it, I think we need to be considering ways that we can help. Uh, I don't know, you know, outside of prayer, you know, financial help, things like that. I, you know, that we need to consider those things. If there's, if there's specific situations that we know of, um, that the Lord would bring those to our attention and that we would be able to help in some way. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's a very difficult situation. We never, you know, there's, there's always, you know, in terms of these situations, dealing with the suffering and, you know, the humanity of it. And, and you know, that each of these situations, we see it on the screen and we see the response and we see, but, uh, you know, there are people are actually that are suffering from these, these situations and we need to be aware of that and be praying for those people. Absolutely. Amen. So we felt led to do this broadcast today. And just we just want you to, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and know that we stand with Israel. Yep. You've been listening to Fresh Bread, the podcast ministry of Grace Bible Church Gainesville. For more information, go to gracegainesville.org. And thanks for listening.